Gentlemen, welcome back to the locker room of banter. Where the ladies are always yeah. welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are here. Sorry for the delay, but we are on episode six. Damn right. Damn right. Damn right. Let me go. I just knew you was gonna fuck that up. By the way, why? I just knew you was. <laughs> you thought I was gonna? I was gonna say five. It felt like five. I ain't gonna lie. It's been so long. I thought we were still on episode five, but nah. We had six. We made it to six episodes. They ain't shut us down yet. So we must be doing something right. Yeah, man. We shut ourselves down, though. <laughs> that part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let me let y'all know where y'all can find me real quick. Y'all can go ahead and follow me on Instagram before you even get started on the podcast at anwarw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357. And on Facebook, which I'm probably going to jump off real soon. But uh, in the meantime, <laughs> it's just... And War Williams, so there it is. What's what's going on, man? What it is, y'all? This is your boy Watts. You can hit me up on Instagram and the Twitter, like your po- like your folks used to say, and that is at W A T T S number four. That is Watts number four on both Instagram and Twitter. And we got my dog calling all the way down from Tally Ho, third member of the crew, Drizzy Mo, man. Holla at the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what's your boy Dre, aka Drizzy. AKA the Uber Hustler. You feel me? <laughs> what about your Drake KA? That's not that's your Drake KA. That's my Drake KA. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Uber Hustler. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> anyway, gotcha. you can check your boy out on Instagram, Drizze underscore Mojo underscore McFly. That's D R Z E underscore M O J O underscore M C F L Y. Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, there it is. Crazy Mojo McFly. Yup. You got us all here, y'all. So I guess we'll go ahead and just give y'all a rundown since it's been a week or two since you guys heard from us. So nothing new except the usual, which is this N word here, Watts leaving town again. Huh? Huh? So you want to put the blame on me? <laughs> right away, we throwing you right under the it's bus. Because I'm light skinned people. It's That's I'm what it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we, we can't get nothing done around here. Every time we try to schedule a date for this podcast, watch when you want to do it. I'm in Aruba. Uh-huh. Watch when you want to do it. I'm in uh-huh. Hawaii. Watch when you want to do it. Uh-huh. I'm in, I've been I'm in touring in, in Toronto. Oh, oh yeah, I'm so, doing the. Um, <laughs> so I'm not the only one that scheduled dates. Y'all niggas act like y'all can't schedule dates. What you mean? You can schedule and dates. Dre, you- Dre ass, he want to be um driving <laughs> Uber. He want to take Angie on thirty trips in oh like four goodness, weeks. Yeah. Like, I don't, what are you talking about? Dre's going for boyfriend you, of the you, year. You, you, and you out here doing the same thing. How many times you can go to Tallahassee in a month? Hey, but I'm I'm available. That's what I'm getting. No, you're not. I am. I'm not long distance no, like you guys. Not. No, you're not. We you're long distance. Tallahassee weeks. is local. You don't have to do any long distance for that. Tallahassee is local. Yeah, you know what I mean, compared to what you're doing. Yeah. All and, I'm, and I'm here. That's on the weekends. I'm here. Got you. Anyway, you know I had to give you a hard time because this guy stayed gone. We just spoke about this last episode where he keep leaving town for every little reason. What did you say? Your grand, your grandmother's youngest niece's nephew is uh, graduating? I'll be there. Where is it? Africa? Sure. <laughs> I'll be there. Any excuse I'll to get there. on a damn plane, this dude is on the plane, man. So Haters will see his Photoshop. 
<laughs> it is. Did we we didn't even get to talk about it. No, we did, didn't we? Talk about what? No, we talked about your last trip. No, we didn't talk about the Canada. Not Aruba. No, we, we did. did. We did. We, we did didn't? talk about Aruba. Yeah, we we, 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 we briefed it on, on Aruba. We talked about Aruba. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was cool. But, but nigga. Yeah, before he went. Yeah, but still, whatever. It don't matter. We talked about it. It's a rumor. Yeah. It's a trip. It's, it was out man, we hating, man. You, you can't defend <laughs> yourself. You hear him right <laughs> trying to just brush it to the side. It's just a rumor. It's not like I went anywhere exotic. It's just, just a rumor. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we yeah. talked about it already. But yeah, how was the uh, how was Ontario? Toronto. Toronto, I'm sorry. Ontario. What? My bad. Get Ontario from? My bad. Who's in Canada? Ontario? I don't know. I think I just seen hey, somebody. Well, I'm going to just say this for confirmation. Okay. Everybody in Toronto agrees. Mm. I do not look like Drake. So fuck y'all. <laughs> oh. So fuck y'all. Grow some of your hair back. However, however, Toronto was popping, man. It sound like it, man. Baby, it was popping, bro. Oh, my God. Oh. Caravana. Caravana. Yeah. I, I hate this quote when everybody say it, but I got to say it, dog. Caravana don't owe me nothing, bro. Mm. <laughs> bro, it was mm. wild, man. We had us a great time. Shout out to Corey, you know, Retta. Mm-hmm. They went up there. Mm-hmm. Dog, we ran into, like, so many people, like, just randomly from school up there, for real. Dog. That's crazy. And like, it was just a great time overall, man. It was just Friday night. It's the, like Friday lets you know if you're really about this party life because okay. it was a day party and it started raining in the middle of the day party. You know, you know, people went under the covers and all this stuff for a little bit mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Then after a while, niggas was just out in the rain, just, just like forget like, it. Huh? If you really about that party life, you out here in this rain. Everybody was just out in the rain. Matter so of fact, it turned into like a rave or something. I'm gonna show you this. No, I didn't turn into a rave, but I'm gonna show you this video right quick. Okay. <laughs> oh, how? Because we had a section and we ran through 18 bottles that Friday, bro, of Hennessy. Yeah, boy, that's two too bottles much of Patron. For me. You know, I don't drink Patron, but two. I would have had Patron. that before oh, the Hennessy. Shit. I can't drink a lot of Hennessy. Tequila, I can't. The Hennessy, nah, I'm straight. So yeah. what? I'm not no more, man. That dark, man. I can't. I can't do it like I used to. I'm gonna show you this. Watch no Oh shoot! He showed me a quick video. Oh, the all turn for real. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And that's all Atlanta crew, bro. Wow, that's funny. They look like they having a blast, Dre. I ain't gonna lie now. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I probably, I'd probably turn. I know, right? Let's go. Wow, bro. Motherfucking Carabana wine mixer. <laughs> Carabana wine mixer. <laughs> but yeah, man. Toronto was great, man. I want to go back to actually visit the city because the city itself is beautiful itself. Okay. But everybody does agree. Like, they only have, like, three good months out of the year. Mm-hmm. They say their winter time is horrible. They're even, like, the people that lives in Toronto, they say that they don't really, like, mess with the cold like that. So when they out, they out. Gotcha. So when they have, like, a party like that, they out. And wow. everybody just has a Yeah, to be real with you. Oh, go ahead. My fault. No, no, you good. Go ahead. To Since be real with you, bro, I was in Rochester for like two and a half years. It's right around the corner from Toronto. I didn't find out Toronto was cool until it was time for me to leave Rochester. So mm-hmm. I'm pissed. Man, Damn. I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. I understand why people love Justin Bieber and Drake. Canadians are so fucking friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, they, they friendly as fuck, man. I fucked with Toronto the long way, man. So I see why people like going back to Toronto all the time. Gotcha. And how long were you there? The whole weekend? Thursday through Monday, so about okay. four days, five days. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. I was going to ask something else. Okay, as we always compare, so give me something, I guess, or give the people something that you would compare Toronto to. You know, everyone wants mm. to know, is it like this? Is, is it like that? I don't know if I could really compare it because Toronto like, is so different and it's clean. Like it's, just, it's a clean city. It's a beautiful city. People friendly. So not New York. Like, okay, not definitely New York. Ain't. <laughs> actually, I will compare it to New York. It's actually like a greener New York. 
Because mm. when I the places that we say that like all the buildings and stuff are like tall uh, skyscraper buildings. Okay. And it has beautiful views and all that stuff. That's but it's a, that greener. Was a Drake plug right there. Go ahead. What? <laughs> views. Go ahead. No, no. But they do have like the whole fucking city has great views, like beautiful views, Blood, like yeah. any place you w- went to. And it's like just green, like it has a lot more parks and all that stuff. People mm-hmm. just friendly. It's a very dog friendly city. Everybody had a dog, it but it really like wasn't it. like it really wasn't no place like, like I didn't see any poop anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I just seen like it was just clean as fuck. I mean, okay. I ain't never seen no city like that. Man, so <laughs> I was surprised yeah. that it was that damn clean. But, <laughs> hey, that's funny. They better than America, goddamn Canada. That's why I'm moving to Canada. If, if um, y'all keep four five and in office Shoot, again. Four, four five need to be right behind four, you. Nah, I can't say that on the podcast, but four five need to go. He need to retire out like the Jordan four five. <laughs> that's what he need to do. But anyway, um, that's that, man. Well, welcome back. I guess I don't got nothing planned for a while, so I ain't got nothing to be all excited about. Yeah, you do. You got homecoming coming up, so. Come on now, homecoming or Toronto? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, hey, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Mm, now nah, I know homecoming gonna be something, and this year, um, it's my quote unquote 15th year, Drizze. You too, since we came into uh, college. So we came in in '02, which means it's 2017. So that's how we're gonna celebrate Y'all 15. Some old ass niggas, dog. And they got some stuff lined up, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of our class. I see some parties set up. You know, we kind of got our own thing going. So you know how. Sometimes as we get older, we want to go to homecoming, but we don't necessarily want to be, quote unquote, at the moon or, quote unquote, at the typical parties where you're going to see all of the family folk. You kind of just want your distinct group of people that you know can appreciate a good time without all the extraness. So that's that's what they're setting up. And I'm, I'm happy to see it happen. Yeah, I actually, um, uniqueness. I'm actually yeah. going to go to homecoming for the first time in a, long, in a while, too. I said I was okay. going to go ahead and mess with it because um, I guess. Well, since this is y'all 15 years, mm-hmm. it's like my 10 year from graduating. So. Exactly, exactly. Someone that's your year said the same thing. So, yeah, so I'm like, I might as well just go hang out for a little bit. I ain't been yeah. since maybe 2009, I think I was last Damn, time I went. You keep, that's right, because you wow. keep saying you might go down for a day. Nah, you never do it. No, you nah. keep saying if you go that you will do a there and I back. I knew I wasn't going to go. But then would you lie to your brother then? <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to know. But then coming. people, he's been lying to me because every year that's he says this. Lie. He always says this. <laughs> If I do go, it'll be last minute. It'll be spur of the moment. It'll be a, a one-day thing, a there and back. <laughs> and this fool ain't been since we graduated down there. Anyway. I went once, but hey, it is what Yeah, it is. exactly. But now I'm going to go, you know, and especially now that uh, Dante said he's going to come. So he's going to fly down here to Atlanta, and we jump in a whip, and we go down. So now with him, you know, dedicating that, I got to make sure I go. I can't oh, pull yeah. the stunt. I, I got to go, too, because I got a shirt, uh, his Be Out Day shirt. No. And since <laughs> we're talking about homecoming stuff, I want to give a quick shout-out to everybody who came out to Be Out Day ATL. Okay. This past weekend, man, we did a awesome job. We raised 21800 something dollars. Nice. But um, for scholarship funds to go to students, ma'am, and, you know, you was out there. You showed up. Yeah. It was basically like a pre-homecoming, man. Everybody came into town, man. And we was. had us a blast. Even though you ain't hit, go out in the streets and people kept asking me, where am I look that at? They ain't, they ain't like, say that shit. I was like, he's probably <laughs> being a thought like he normally is, but you know. Anywho. But work. man, it was uh, definitely a great time, man. Yeah, man. And yeah, we definitely looking forward to doing it again next year. Bigger and, be- be- bigger and better. Okay. Just like we did last year. You know, we did it bigger this time. Um, we, we went three times as much, got three times as much as money as what we did last year. Okay. So we hope to do it bigger That's again big. next year. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to the Orlando crew who's having their be out day this weekend. Okay. Um, so it's still I going. I don't think That's they're going to be able to, I don't think I'll be able to make it, but I want to go ahead and show my support to all the Orlando crew. 
if you are listening to this podcast this Saturday, they are having a Be Out Day in Orlando. Um, be sure to hit us up on our Instagram page at L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R-007 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to make sure I post that um, their their stuff up on the Locker Room Banner okay. um, gotcha. page as well. And that's the Locker Room Banner podcast show on Facebook as well. We'll post that as well to show some support for them definitely, since we definitely. can't make it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, he's right. Well, what I wanted to ask was compared to last year. Now, I heard about last year, and I was upset that I couldn't go, but you know why. That was my son's was birth. Out of town. No, no, my son was born that I weekend. <laughs> Anywho, but as far as turnout-wise, being that I was at this one and not last year, how was it in comparison? Was it... It was, was a lot better. It was a lot more people. It was okay, a lot okay. more people. Um, I think this year as well, like, even though it, coming from my side, you know, part of it, like, running and stuff... It didn't go smooth, but I feel like it went a lot smoother. And plus, you know, we did okay. a surprise. Did you were you out there for the, when the band came out? Yes. Yeah, we did a surprise with the love. Oh, that was band a surprise. Okay. We didn't tell anybody that we wanted to make it a surprise so that people could you know be you know oh snap they doing a mm-hmm. real big. Yeah. Nah, for everybody else who contemplate trying to do another be out day, <laughs> y'all top that. Y'all ain't got mm-hmm. the marching one hundred that y'all be out day. Pete Pablo oh, was there. Yeah, not just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but shots out. <laughs> To that damn marching ten or how many was out there? They sound like the marching one hundred. Like without looking on the field, I swear you thought it somebody was playing like music from like a homecoming show or something because they were on point, man. I give it to them; they were on point. So, shout out to that make band. The next one. Yeah, yeah, you do. It was tough though, man. Like I promise you, I've seen some faces I haven't seen in a while. I mean, I can go down the list of people and give them shouts out. I'll give just a few of the people that you know were real special to see that I know came from far ways, like. Uh, Money Mike, Money Mike came from way Money down Mike. south. Money Mike, shout out my dog, Money yeah, Mike. Come shout on. Money, Money, Money Mike. Oh man, he showed so much love. He brought the family. He engaged in the activities. His team did kind of good in a couple. No, their team won. They yeah, did win. Oh, the yeah, uh, testosterones or yeah, whatever they were Money called. Money Mike, Money Mike. He jumped <laughs> on the team with a couple of our scholarship winners and you know, nice, nice, helped propel them to a winning victory in our field day events, man. Okay. And you know, that's the main. I, I kind of like originally the the students really weren't supposed to be a part of the field day activities, mm-hmm. but I kind of like that they actually were a part of the field day activities because now they get to get a feel of us and our you know our family and just basically kind of get. Yeah. Uh, understanding of how we get along with each other mm-hmm. and how we just all uh, support and having a good time. I mean, nice. Yeah, that worked out perfect for me. I think that I think that was good for them to experience that. And one thing that I didn't really know, I think Amanda told me this, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure, is that that's kind of one of the things that they wanted to do when the parents came up there to drop them off. They wanted the parents wanted them to just drop them off. So oh, they could be okay. embraced into the yeah, culture and yeah, won't be yeah. like you know when you around your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you got to hold back. Yeah, yeah, you hold back, get tightened mm-hmm. up, and all the stuff. Them kids came out there just like they got dropped off <laughs> of college, bro. Yeah, it was they crazy, man. I got a time. question. What you got? I got a question. You should have been here. Do y'all remember when y'all got dropped off and how y'all got dropped off the fan? Oh, we can get to that story. Not yet, though, but we could definitely get to that story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, keep that in mind because I'm sure remember. Okay. Okay, we'll get to that. I, I want to finish shouting out to B.I. there because, again, like Watt said, it was a good turnout. Um, I see this okay. being something that's not going to go anywhere. And uh, I love the fact that we brought something that, you know, that could have been a forgotten thing for us going to FAMU. We could have just been like, damn, y'all, remember B.I. Day? But, you know, thanks to right. people like Watts, Amanda Bird. Um, all the other folks that put it together, you know, we can keep this in uh, a memory and make it on the alumni level. And it was it was awesome, man. I didn't think they can do it, but they did it, and I enjoyed it, man. Just seeing those faces, cause 
I seen so many people. I'm done giving the shouts, you know, shout outs, but it was just a lot of people that you see and just like, damn, you know, I missed the days, you know? Right. So I'm glad to see that. And I do wish I could have went out, but um, you know, it was one of those events where, you know, it felt too much like homecoming to where if you go out there, you know you were gonna one, spend more money than you should, and two, you might get yourself <laughs> some trouble you know you shouldn't. So <laughs> That was my two reasons for not going. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you I stayed, were, and I stayed were, away from trouble. That exactly what is what you would say, huh, and why? Hey, I just <laughs> keeping it one thousand. You know, hey, stay out of trouble, stay away. You know, uh, but um, I went home. I caught myself taking a nap. You know how we do. Yeah, I'm gonna get me a quick hour nap. When you're over thirty years oh, old, yeah, you don't, you don't fact, do we that were, anymore. That was another day that we were supposed to record. But ooh, yeah. guess who went MIA? Dre? Y'all heard what he just said, right? I don't know. Anyway, exactly. Nobody <laughs> don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but no, uh, it was cool. But yeah, Dre, if you want to get to that, that's a good story to tell, right? How um how our first days went, getting dropped off on the hill, yeah, the highest of seven. When you first pulled up. All right, we'll start with you since you brought it up. We'll go ahead and break that down to us. Make it as exciting as possible because I'm sure it wasn't that exciting. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it was funny. Well, first of all, my brother, my brother Izzy, Izzy Bill, he couldn't stand me, so he had to ride and help me out. My, he was pissed the whole time. Typical my mom made him ride with us <laughs> to, to drop me off. Uh-huh. Coming fresh out of Orlando, my mom dropped me off, uh, pulled up the Samson. She helped me bring everything up, cleaned out the room, was like, all right, son, bye, and took off on me. Damn, hit the road. That's it. <laughs> that is how it went. Right. Now, did you also go to TOPS program too with me, or were you just there for the beginning of the semester? I can't remember. Come on, boo. You tripping. You I know am. It. Yeah, we was in the foot. Both of no you, that's right. No, nothing. no, nothing. We had nothing, man. So, since he gave that rundown, I'm going to give you my rundown, which was pretty much the same, with the exception of I, I didn't get dropped off by my parents. So, one of my closest <laughs> homies, Mikhail, um, his mother brought him down. He's, you know, the first... No, his, I think Nate, his older brother, went as well, but brought him down to drop him off. You know how parents do. You know, when you get dropped off to college, you're supposed to go to make your Walmart run, pick up your little refrigerator, pick up your little 13-inch TV, you know, get a comforter for your little-ass full-size bed or twin-size bed, whatever it was, and then you go to Barn Hills for the all-you-can-eat buffet. It's, it's like <laughs> tradition, you know what I'm saying? But, I wish. You know, so me, the weekend I decided to go off to college, my parents are in Miami, Partying up, doing whatever they do. So I had to bum a ride from Mikhail and his mom. So in other words, they didn't give me any money. They didn't send me nothing. I think I had $25 in my pocket coming to school. And his mother, Mikhail's mother, actually took me to Walmart with him. Uh, she bought me and him a comforter, you know, one for his room. We weren't roommates, so I had my own room, well, my, another room rather. So it wasn't the same experience for me. So I got to see all the parents doing the whole let me drop my son off, clean his dorm, take him out to eat, you know, and then get on with the show. Me, I got dropped off. So that's yep. been the story of my, my coming in. <laughs> Watts, do you remember how yours went? I got dropped off a day early. Oh, <laughs> shit. They was ready to get your ass yeah, out of yeah. there. Uh, I do remember <laughs> the, me and my parents, we came up, uh-huh. and we had got a hotel, and I think they were supposed to stay there for a couple of days, but me and my mom got into it about something. Oh, shoot. And I was like, and it, we got to, I forgot what it was, but all I know is that I got dropped off a day early, <laughs> and I was supposed to be um, staying in Gibbs, but um, Chad, mama, um, my, 
one of my best friends, Chad Marshall, his mom was down, we were down at um, Gibbs Hall mm-hmm. at housing trying to get situated, and Chad mama set it off. She was like, nah, they need to be staying in Palmetto. Oh, shoot. Got that up. Got y'all. Damn. <laughs> Instant. I wish we had that, yep. Dre. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Dre, imagine life if we were in Palmetto off So Chad year. got to Palmetto South, and I got phase That's three. Horrible. Oh, yeah. Phase three was where was that, though? Yeah, North phase, and South oh, was trash. No, no, it wasn't. South, South was, North was trash. No, but phase three was the best as far nah, as condition. As far I as condition-wise, yeah, yeah. but... No, no, I mean, South, was, South, South wasn't South? that bad. South wasn't bad. North okay. was trash. North was trash. North okay. was trash. South wasn't bad. Yeah, but North was, South wasn't bad, but South was where all the, all the babies was in. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. South was all the babies in. Right. And Chad had the perfect apartment because right, right he, he was on the bottom floor. And mm. so, like... We used to be like sitting inside his living room playing on um, PlayStation now, yeah, watching the movie or something with his window <laughs> wide open. So if we see a baby walking by, uh-huh. yeah, we, 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 we on it, we on it, we on it. I promise you, we gonna have an entire segment about life on the hill. I think that's what we might we might do for y'all for episode seven. We might do life on the hill, and we just go in because. Most of our listeners are Real also quick. FAMU alumni, so I'm sure they can, you know, appreciate life. Maybe on not the head. episode seven, but we probably give y'all, a, we probably give y'all something, a home, a home coming warm up or something like you, that. Okay, okay. Well, I'm yeah. just excited about it. That's why I said <laughs> the next episode. But what you got, Dre? What you were about Real to say? Real quick. Speaking of which, I just took somebody to universe, the infamous university mm. garden the other day. I feel like an old man telling this cat about all the little stories that happened. Tell years him, years tell years. him why University Gardens is so special to us, Dre. That life. University Gardens is so special because it was brand spanking Thank new. Thank you. I don't that even life. think it was for fam initially. Mm-mm, it the wasn't. must have rented it out. Yep. Put eight people to a room. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> was, an it was all to a room to <laughs> probably just fifteen apartments out there with guys in the yeah. rest. Yeah, ladies. So, so, yes. You put it together. Exactly. If those walls can talk, because we were the first to bless those walls, pause. We had no pause, but, you know, we were first to bless the <laughs> University Gardens as occupants. So we always got that under our belt to say, hey, All of this thought you talk. guys might have been first at Courtyard or whatever it was <laughs> right. that was built. But, hey, UG, thought we life. were the initiators of that. Thought life. That's thought right. Life. I mean, it was so much studying that took place <laughs> well, in UG, man. We had so many study groups. You know, um, all night Bible studies. I mean, it was just the blessed, most blessed. Week. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yep. wine for communion. They were basically yeah. they were basically the first on. <laughs> they were basically the first housing at FAMU to have their own pool. Oh, okay. That uh, life. That life. Mm. Man, you're right. And you're look, right. You're exactly. <laughs> you with your own basketball nothing. court, with yep. your own basketball court. Yep, yep, yep. My first time dunking on somebody was at University of Gardens. He ain't never dunked. I life. did actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get to that. Like you said, we'll dedicate at some point a segment for that, and that's when the stories will come out. You know, the Bible study stories, things like that. But um, right. it, it was a good time. You know what I mean? We had a lot. We transformed a lot. We, our image changed like two, three times during that year. <laughs> But yeah, because yeah. oh, why? Because that's when you went to chance to stallion there. Shut up! Fool. <laughs> I'm talking stallion about man. that's when I think I went from braids to dreads. Yeah, I, I cut my dreads uh, after I know, that. That's what yeah, I said. that was that was a, a transformation period for myself. Uh, I think now, dreads, that was like two years after that. Well, the dreads, yeah, the dreads got chopped a couple years after. But I mean, I went from braids to dreads during that time. Remember? Because I still yeah, had braids when I was in Pattyfoot. Yep. Then I went and said, you know what? Let me go Lil Wayne on them, even though his dreads was trash, but still. All right, all right. Enough of the reminiscing. We could do this all day, and if they allowed us right. to, we would. We can get to a couple topics because I know we ain't trying to be here all night, even though we got the time, kind of ish. 
So, what's up for, right. um, for news? I mean, do we want to bring it down already? Drizzy Mo, you want to go ahead and explain the Charlottesville for us one time? Mm. Okay, so um, as far as I'm concerned, there was, a, there was a group of protesters, and I hope I'm not getting this backwards. There was a group of protesters out there, and I can't remember if it was the white supremacist protesting or the other people protesting against white supremacy. So in, in a nutshell, the white supremacists started to pretty much surround these, these other protesters who were against racism and stuff. And they got very violent. And um, somebody got killed. They, they said it was a driver. Yeah, a woman, right? I guess he just went crazy, hit the gas, put the pedal to the floor, and, you know, hit a group of people. And he killed a young lady, a white girl, too, he killed. She was 32 years old, and, you know, she was she was for everybody. Yeah. And it, it just, it's, it's been bad. It's been bad from there because a lot of people come out and share their thoughts. And they said the police was there to protect the white mm-hmm. supremacists. They could have stopped the situation a long time ago, but they wow. didn't. Wow, yeah. So, yeah. But that's the nutshell of it. And it was, kind of, it was kind of crazy, too, because I think um, at the funeral, you know, the people like that were at that were protesting with her showed up at the funeral and they had, had their own weapons. And it was like, well, if the mm-hmm. police ain't going to protect us, we got to protect ourselves. And, like, they couldn't, even, they couldn't even say nothing because it's like y'all, they called a state of emergency for no reason and pulled the police out for no reason. Like, it was just sad. I mean, it's just sad. And, like, now there is about to be all these, uh, what do they call now? Alt, alt-right marches, alt-right marches, or white supremacist mm. marches yeah. all over the country now. So, like, I think they're supposed to be doing one in L.A., Atlanta, mm-hmm. a couple other different cities that I saw CNN have reported. But it's crazy. Even though everybody tell my son, do a march in Atlanta, I'm like, nigga, yeah. they do a march in Atlanta every weekend in Stone you. Mountain. Exactly. Bro. Why they y'all do. acting like, yeah, you know, like you're going to do something, something new, just go bro. around. But either way it goes, yeah. man, it, it, it's something that we got to be on guard about, man. It's just something just sad. I mean, we know that hate is out there. We know that racism is out there. But it's just sad that Donald Trump is out here like he's basically a spokesperson for it. And all the people that are part of this alt-right movement are mm-hmm. saying we're here to support Donald Trump. Wow. So that's telling you something about y'all president. Yep. Where's his defense yeah. at? Yep. I mean, he doesn't really... He's. I don't even want to know if I want to talk about that part. But I mean, he's not. He's not doing the job he's supposed to do to uh, condemn them. Yes, he used the words "I condemn, I condemn." But it's like that's it. He's not saying, okay, what actions are going to take place next. He's not calling them what they are, which are true terrorists to our own people. You know, he's just like, oh, I condemn those actions. I condemn this. No, no, no. You're not saying enough, man. Like you're really not. Because when Black Lives Matter or when people we were breaking up your little your little. Uh, Election time, you were telling people, I'll pay your lawyer fees if you beat them up. You could say all of that about people that got something to say about you, but look what's happening over there. And all you're saying is, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't approve of that. I don't approve of that. You could be a lot more verbal because when North Korea was threatening right. missiles, you were talking about how, how you'd be quick to blow something up, right? <laughs> so why can't you say that yeah. about this? Because you don't really care about what they're doing. And then so, North Korea tested the missiles, and he was like, oh, I guess my threat wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wasn't threatening me for real, for real. Like, yeah, anyway. Nah, man, he, he, he's a chump, man. He I know, man. I know. I want to get someone here that, that could yep. be a lot more vocal yeah. and, and you know talk about these things with him because... I mean, my anger gets to me, and I sound real uneducated when I start speaking about him. So I don't even want to go there. But I condemn everything Donald Trump says and doesn't say in reference to what happened in Charlottesville. Yeah. I mean, you're not doing enough on your end, man. Then you took two days to respond. I'm like, come on now. 
But then you got on Obama about taking half a day to respond to issues that weren't nearly as severe as this. But you take two whole days to get back to the, you know the American people about something like this. Obama did make a tweet that was just like, you know, he it, it was they said it was the most tweeted tweet ever. Uh, I mm. guess it was saying that um, I don't know specifically. I don't got it in front of me or nothing like that. Okay. But it's basically like you're not born to born to hate color mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay, uh, yeah, I seen the a but, meme with it. Yeah, yeah, the meme that meme that he put he posted that meme. Oh, so that's I thought because I thought it was just people just making that meme, but he posted that meme. And saying that you're not born to hate color, yeah. you're taught to hate color. Yeah. And if you're taught to hate color, uh-huh. then you could be taught to love. Mm-hmm. But that's basically like not exactly what he said, but it has like the most retweets and most likes. Yeah. Period. And people, truth, people, man. yeah, people understand it. What it is, it's just that. I mean, I don't want to even say it, but it just hatred is hatred, man. We got to get yeah. that hate out your blood, man. That's true, man. Anyway, yeah. Dre, anything yeah, that's, on that's hard, man. That, that's hard too, because it, it's really the solutions are, are are limited. You know what I mean? When you got a group of people that hate you and they really don't care, it's, it's no need to talk to them. It's no need to try to break it down to them. Only only maybe their kids or something like that before the hate gets to them and grows in them. But mm-hmm. the ones that that just kind of want you gone, yeah. it, it's it's. I don't. I don't really understand. It's not too many limitations, but just be prepared to defend yourself. You know what I mean. And these are Trump supporters, so mm-hmm. you know why would he condemn his supporters? He know you right. He know they're the only people that had his back. Yeah. The scariest thing I think about the whole thing is the reality of who these people are. Like they're not like they said they're mm-hmm. not these older white men that are just that have always been sitting on porches with rifles and overalls. These are young men in their twenties that look just like the guy that works next to you in your cubicle or looks just like your son's, you know, female, you know, elementary school teacher. These are those very people. So in other words, once they leave that rally, they go on right back to them regular jobs just, you know, acting like nothing changed. You but know? did y'all see the one video? <laughs> What's that? The one video with a white guy, he walking around with the white oh, shirt. Oh, yeah, and all yeah, yeah. He, he took all that off, didn't he? He took all that shit. Yeah. He was like, oh, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, hey guys, whoa, whoa, hey, guys. I'm not I was just this. playing. I'm not with the shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just, a white nationalist. I'm I just, just came to watch. I just came, came to watch. Whatever. <laughs> you seen who you was around. I see that. Yeah, <laughs> he jumped out them them little um, white nationalist shirts so quick. Then he started walking around, like, trying to just ease through just the crowd. What happened? What happened? Man, they just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. That's why everybody making those memes talking about um, uh, white nationalists or whatever they're calling themselves. Please come to such and such. Please come to Brooklyn. I want to see something real quick. <laughs> or please come to such and such hood in, in L.A. I want to see something real quick. Because they know where to go. Right. I mean, you know where to mm-hmm. go. You know, it's not many places. Jacksonville, you're not going up the strip of, of north, at north side Jacksonville acting like that. Like, stop that. You're not doing these things in certain areas. So don't even act tough. Right. And he was a prime example of that. Yeah, but right. I don't know. But it, it I do is wanna- scary. I do want to uh, give props to Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club because I don't know if y'all heard, but he was going ham the other day, man. Nah, I gotta go check it. Yeah, I'm like out of. Yeah, I can't really get into specifics, but he was. He said if if you are white and you're an ally of everybody and you're against these white supremacists, I need you to denounce them. Mm. And he used a term that we all know, and he used another term that we we all mostly try to uh, avoid using. And he had them saying, "Yes, I denounce." These oh. people, these group of people, mm-hmm. and these group of people. 
and I was in the car cracking up, man. You wow. have to check it out for yourself because I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But no, no, that makes perfect sense, man. Like, and then what's the other one went around? It's about Christians. I mean, they're like, Christians, you cannot be quiet right now. Like, you, you do all this. I praise God. I do this. I do that. This ain't the time to be acting, you know, quiet about stuff. But I don't know. Right. I'm scared to talk about this around certain people because just like any, you know, other real serious topic, you know, you lose friendships real fast. Not scared as in really scared, but as in, you know, true colors really come out during times like right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right. certain people, if I bring this up, I know it's pretty much like saying, hey, I'm ready to end this friendship. Because um, the response that I might get, I couldn't, I can't, I can't take it. I'd just be like, hey, man, well, we're no longer friends because I see where you stand, you know. But, yeah, or somebody you work for or work yeah. with, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And that's I mean, the main reason why people don't give their political views when they talk yep. period, like. Most people are very private about their political views, and it's for a reason because mm-hmm. they know that their political view may offend us, a yep. lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we all got one friend somewhere that said they were going to vote for Hillary and voted for Trump on on a whole another, you know, I guess you could say another conversation they had. Hey, no, no, I'm not with Trump, man. Forget that. He's this. He's that. But they damn sure went to the polls and voted for him. Going to booth. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, whatever, man. Let's liven up the subject. Well, actually, shit. I don't know where we're going with it from here, shit. Well, yeah. let's go ahead and get this hip-hop um, hip hop history. Dre, you got yeah, some hip-hop yeah, yeah. history today? You got some hibbity-hop hop, yes, hop, yes, hip-hop? Yes. Do you? Before this, before this topic gets popular, because I'm hearing it on um, different podcasts, this will be like the final installment of my birth of, his, of hip-hop history. So I will be the hip hop history hipster again today. (laughs) And I want to go ahead and and breeze through. I'm not going to take too long. I want to breeze through uh, Cool DJ Herc or DJ Cool Herc, as some may know. Um, He is known as the father of hip hop. Okay. So he was in the Bronx, which they say hip hop was born. And as I discussed before, I talked about cats from Brooklyn and different parts of New York. Grandmaster Flowers, Pete DJ Jones, and what they were doing, which was pioneering the sound that I believe kind of influenced the beginning of hip-hop. We're talking about the old school disco, funky break beats, what they would call, Mm -hmm. uh, play those songs. Now, in the Bronx, they were playing stuff that was a little more gritty and had more of a hard sound, Paul, just like... um, you know, what we would like hip-hop to be today. We like to hear that gritty sound. Okay. So this was still, this you couldn't even consider this disco. You could just consider this funky street music. And what they would, what DJ Cool Herc did, he took two turntables, which wasn't the newest thing. He took two turntables, would play the same song, and when the break came, which was the percussion part, mm-hmm. he would just stop the other record and let that, that same part of the song spin again, mm-hmm. and he would probably have this, which is on a song probably about a minute long. He would let that play for about five minutes. Okay. So this is where you get your break dancers from. Yep. And the break dancers, also known as B boys, Bronx boys, or break boys. Mm-hmm. And the style of break dancing at the time was very much different. They say that was actually influenced by James Brown, the good foot dance. Hey. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Um, in fact, they just had an anniversary of uh, one of the parties that took place in, let me make sure I'm accurate with this, in uh, 15 Sedgwick Avenue, 
<laughs> in Bronx yeah. on August 11th in 1973. You know, just like as if we were going to orientation at FAMU or something, they would have their rec room and they would just throw a party, right? So all of the ghetto kids or the children of the ghetto would come to this party. The, uh, DJ Cool Herc would do his thing. Mm-hmm. He had his boy, which is which was considered the MC. His name is Coppola Rock, and you can look him up on YouTube as well. He would get on the mic and just pretty much talk shit while the percussion was playing. Okay. So this is the, the the phase of kind of talking or rapping while the beat is playing, the funky beat is playing. And he might rhyme, he might say something smooth to the ladies, or he might just act like his homeboys out there getting his car told to make the ladies think that his homeboys got cars, that they cool <laughs> and they fly. Uh-huh. So... I think I'm a, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop it right there. Well, well, also with mention of Africa Bambata was influenced by Cool DJ Herc. Grandmaster Flash was in cool, was influenced by Cool DJ Herc as well. But Grandmaster Flash beat Cool Herc in a battle, and that was like the end of his reign. His crowd started to slow up from there, and he also got stabbed. Which, you know, it's always been a mystery. Did he stop doing his DJ thing because he got stabbed or because he lost the Grandmaster Flash? So hence the beginning of hip-hop, and the rest is history. I'll let you boy. Hip-hop history. That is coming straight from your hip-hop history hipster. What? Hipster, yeah. Okay. You got it. I was going to say historian, but you were (laughs) right. right. Hipster. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Quick question, y'all. Kaepernick got a job yet? Uh, No. Man, look. You still don't got no job? All right, look. All right, look. (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this damn protest that everybody's trying to protest about the NFL and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. Do y'all, do y'all, are y'all protesting? Well, y'all don't watch the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say, I always protest if, in that case. But do y'all realize that Kaepernick don't want no fucking job? (laughs) That's what I'm, I'm, okay. I've heard mixed things. I've heard, I guess his agent has said, you know, he's not even sure if Kaepernick, you know, wants to work. Exactly. But they're saying he does, but I guess he's not, you know. All right. So, as if you know about his contract situation, he had a contract to play for the San Francisco 49ers Mm -hmm. this season, but he opted out of the contract. Hmm. Okay. That was his decision Mm -hmm. to go, you know, shop around, be a free agent and all that stuff. Okay, that's fine. He could do that. But he still think the reason why he did that because he still thinks that he's a starting quarterback. Yeah. He is not a starting quarterback. I understand why people are upset because they feel like Kaepernick is not getting a fair chance. But however, Kaepernick is going into these places with his nose stuck up. Not saying that he shouldn't, mm-hmm. but he's going into these places with his nose stuck up as if though he deserves he's to be old. paid. As a starting quarterback, he's not a starting quarterback. So these teams are tired of his attitude, which I'm not sitting here saying that he needs to get in line with how with what 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 the white man saying or something. No, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at all. But at the same time, like if you really want to play ball, go out there and listen to what they what they want to do. If the team wants you to act appropriately, not saying that you have to act a certain way, then that's that's just not a team with you that you want to be with. But at the same time, he's getting entertained by teams, and he's turning them down because he feels like he deserves more. 
that's the main reason why he doesn't have a More job. More as right in now. financially? Financially, as far as the role, being role a player play. role. Period. I mean, not saying that Kaepernick is not doing it. What's that? And he's doing this with his afro? No, that has nothing. That afro shit ain't got shit to do with shit. <laughs> Mike Vick, you already got man cave, man, man violation codes, all that shit. Shut the fuck up, Mike Vick. That's why your ass is on reality TV right now. And I hate that you had to right. go to reality TV. Man. I didn't even know he was on there. He yeah, apologized, he... by the way, because his girl <laughs> made him apologize. Basically. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he just, it, Cap don't want a job. That's really what it is. So all that NFL protesting and all that stuff that we protest in the NFL, y'all can go ahead and have fun with that, but I'm not protesting the NFL. And nobody going to protest the NFL. And, I mean, everyone's going to find a reason of why not to. Even if, even if Cap is and is right for everything he's doing, even if, you know, what you said is not as relevant and it really is based off the fact that He's taking that knee, and, and they're just not going for it no matter what. And now they have the power. He doesn't. You know, right. At some point, he was on the team, and he had that choice. And it was just like, damn, we wish you wouldn't do it, but you still have that choice. Right, right now, he don't got no job, which means they're telling him, if you come work for me, oh, these are the circumstances. You are in no place of power to make that call. So you're, I guess you're coming in you know, with a weakness, and we need you to, you know, there like was some say, other stuff, like specific. I really can't. That, that I had just heard on ESPN earlier today to like, like mm-hmm. to further drill my point, but I can't really think of it right now because I'm tired as fuck. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Kaepernick mm-hmm. is Kaepernick is doing an incredible work as far as with the community, mm-hmm. as far as building schools, mm-hmm. as far as for the African Americans, yeah. period, black people, period, people of color, period. Like he's doing amazing work. I will never take that away from Kaepernick. But at the same time, the reason why he doesn't have a job right now in the NFL, mm-hmm. and I he could have had a fucking job because Jay Cutler got a job in Miami, and Jay Cutler don't need no fucking job at all. Jay Cutler is hot garbage. <laughs> but Jay Cutler also Jay Cutler Jay Cutler also shut his ass up. Not saying that Kaepernick needs to shut up, but Jay Cutler know. Oh, I could get ten million dollars if just get come out here and just play ball for a little bit. Cool, I could do that. Well, obviously, it wasn't about the money. It was bigger than that, you, yeah. know, you know, on Cap's end. And, you know, of course, you know, as a black man, you have to say, damn, you know, we always say you guys get paid so much money. Why can't you take a, you know, sacrifice somewhere for a bigger cause? So I'm going to stick to, you know, just that part of it, which is, hey, maybe this is what he's doing. This is what I'm taking from it. Everyone's going to take something different from it. So what you taking? What you taking from it? I'm taking from it that he's doing it for a bigger cause, which is still, hey, as long as things are going, you know, South in the community, as far as the black community, police are still killing us at a high rate, things of that nature, and no one is still addressing it. No one is talking about it. No one is doing, you know, anything really loud to, you know, stop it. But you're still showing him so why. So causing disruption. No, that's not where I'm going with it. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that it's um almost like he wants to, you know, he wants to to cause disruption, yeah. but he in a, in a way of hey, can we get some movement going? We know we're talking about it a little bit. Can we do something about it now? That's where I'm going with it, and I'm going to, you know, stick to Capside and just say I hope that's what the reason is. So you think that's why he doesn't have a job, because he's trying to cause disruption? I think because, yeah, because at the end of the day, they're just tired of it. You know, white people, they'll let us talk. They'll let us, you know, do our little chants. They'll let us, you know, march. They'll let us do all of that. But after how many days or so, they say, you know what, y'all? I'm getting bored. We both know how this ends. You don't get nowhere. You just get your voice heard. Next subject. At this point, they were thinking, okay, this is dragging on too long. We let him do this. It was cute. It was still bringing attention to us. You know how they say, you know, all publicity is good publicity. But at this point, it's like, okay, now I'm getting aggravated. 
It's a whole new season, and we're still talking about this. Bruh, stand up when this anthem comes on, and that's all I got to say to you. That's what I'm thinking that they're going with it. I mean, I hope you get a job. Uh, I do, but too. I, like, I, I said this even before he started sitting, and I, like, he's not a starting quarterback. And, and that's, that's been a debate I've been hearing everyone say, like, yeah. in, in reference to, you know, okay, you know, his skill level. Okay, you're doing all this talking, but you're not coming out there pulling Cam Newton numbers and doing this and doing that. They always tell him, shut up and show off through your play. You know, like, shut up in the meantime, show him that, hey, I'm here to play, and then do your politics. That way you can say at the end of the day, I'm winning games and I'm bringing you money. I agree, yeah. And that's what they're telling him to do. But the thing is, he don't want to shut up because he still feels like his point hasn't been heard. There's been no action, and I think he's correct if that's what he's saying. I can't speak for the man, but if that's his, you know, notion behind everything, I don't think there's any action. We're talking about it, but... Ain't nobody doing nothing. These yeah. NFL teams are still saying, you know what, bro, just sit down, you know, sit your ass down. This is bigger than you. Boom, boom, boom. It's not going to change overnight. It ain't going to change today. Play some damn football. I mean, hey, it is it is what it is. Hopefully hopefully he gets picked up by, and by the season start or sometime in the point of the season. Yeah. I do know that there are going to be some injuries. So, I mean, he, he's <laughs> not a terrible quarterback, but he's not yeah. a starting quarterback. So, somebody should be able to pick him up, but. We'll see. You know, fingers crossed, man. And since we're on the, on the subject of Colin Kaepernick, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, talk about Marshawn Lynch sitting out the national anthem as well. Mm. Um, this is not news, people. Marshawn Lynch been sitting out the national anthem for years yep. now, 10 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. now. But, um, I mean, wow. I understand it's kind of like on the spotlight because of the Kaepernick situation and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Marshawn been sitting out for the national anthem for the same reason that Kaepernick but he's Said, just not but he being, just not vocal being vocalized about it. About yeah. it. yeah, vocal about it. That so. makes sense. Well, and now they doing anything about it? Now, even with the they attention? They ain't going to do nothing to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Because <laughs> they know Marshawn Lynch ain't for the bullshit. And they know why he showed up. You know? <laughs> he's not, he not for the bullshit. <laughs> well, they already did something to him. What? They called Seahawks the Super Bowl when he could have easily been the super, a Super Bowl hero. That was his dumbass play. Yeah, that was coach. his dumbass coach. That ain't had nothing to do with Marshawn. That was his dumbass yeah. coach. Even that's everyone Pete knows that. Yeah, well, that's the conspiracy yeah. theory, you know, that that because he <laughs> yeah. could have easily won it, like just run it in. I could. He's been doing good would've. all season. Well, that's old news though. Yeah. But that's like that's years. all I'm that's saying. Like I think they got old. away with it already. But yeah, yeah. he's still a, he's still a real black man about it. Yeah. 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 Well. There you have it. We're going to jump off of that because that's obviously, you know, not going anywhere. Hopefully by the next segment we had, not the next segment, but the next episode, this man got him a job. Shit, please. Mm-hmm. Give my boy Cam yeah. a job. Let's do that. I don't know. Uh, are we um, are we taking anybody to court? I ain't got nobody for court. We ain't going, nobody, we ain't going to court? <laughs> I ain't got nobody for court. Nobody it's been, it's been low-key a quiet couple of weeks, man. I ain't really yeah. know. Ain't nothing really been popping off. I had somebody last week. I forgot who it was. <laughs> so nobody's going to court. You can't even just take someone to to um arraignment. <laughs> so oh, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Let me think. Nah, I ain't even got nothing, man. I ain't got no juice. I was gonna take Kyrie to court, but I ain't gonna take Kyrie. Take to court. that fool to court. Uh, what about Safari? What are you doing? Oh, about that, that hairline. We ain't talking about that hairline. That sprayed on. I heard um, Safari saying he needs help. Now. He been had a damn spray on hairline. I don't know why the fuck y'all niggas made Safari famous in the first place, bro. Mm. I didn't know who he was. Until, made him famous. Yeah, until she got on Breakfast Club talking about him, I had no idea who he was. Yeah, that nigga Ben had a spray right. on hairline. That nigga out here looking like Anwar Williams. And That's shit. a lie if I ever heard one. <laughs> but it was like a whole inch and a half worth yeah, of spray, bro. That yeah, shit bro. Ridiculous. That shit's horrible. That shit's horrible. I, I don't know why y'all made that duck ass nigga. <laughs> nigga. What about R. Kelly? 
Ah, that's who I wanted to take court. But no, I didn't want to take R. I didn't want to take R. Kelly to court. You want me to tell you why I didn't want to take R. Kelly to court? And a goat. lot of people gonna hate me on this. Because he's a goat. No, because <laughs> them chicks are legal. Yeah. Them yeah. chicks are grown okay. ass women. They can make their own decisions. I. I've heard that before. If they were if they were underage, then I would take R. Kelly to court. But them chicks, they mm-hmm. bitch, you nine, you nineteen, twenty, thirty something. Take yeah. your ass home. Yeah. That's the only reason why I wasn't gonna take R. Kelly to court. I mean, hey. I got you. I mean, of course it's just his the, reputation a, precedes him. Yeah, so the reputation precedes him. Age difference know? is crazy. Don't get me wrong. The age difference the is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the age difference but is crazy. But if you're gonna take him to court, time. then you need to take you Hefner to court every day of his life. Exactly my point. Like, well, how can you do that? Exactly my point. Yes, Hefner may not have a record, I don't think he does at least, of any, you know, dealing with minors. <laughs> but again, these aren't minors. And they're they're cookers out there just on the on these you little know young what I mean? bucks. I mean, Shoot. shout out to my boy Dante, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the living inkwell story. <laughs> well, I'm just saying these cookers are out here too, just like that. So I can't yeah. take our Kelly to court for that. I mean, shit, if y'all want to take y'all ass home, y'all take y'all ass I'm, home. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I mean you seen you probably seen my post. I was giving a hard time about the little meme I made. Ah, um, that's who I will take to court though. Who? Fifty. We won't go ahead and take him to court. Can it or fifty? Usher Raymond, bring your oh, ass shit. here, boy. Oh man, Ursh. <laughs> Damn, big, big. You gotta hear this. Big, big bone lover, Usher. Oh man, I don't know. If it's, is it true? I still I don't, don't know think, if it's true. I heard not. someone tried. Well, <laughs> I mean, I heard it. Okay, I heard it was not true. Well, I didn't hear it was not true. A lot of people just wouldn't put said, okay, that's not happening. Usher's not doing that. Uh, One person tried to validate video. that. Which was the woman that worked at that whatever hotel said that yes, Usher did come to that hotel and she was waiting for him to come down because he promised her uh, a picture or something. So she validated so called the story of the big girl. That's but that's just one person. She they, they, they posted they posted a video of her of him dancing on the two on stage too. I mean, but that's I mean he's an entertainer. Yeah, no, he he's supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time though. <laughs> I know y'all saw that meme. That meme had me dying. Like, the one with the the photo picture. <laughs> the, the, that one was with funny too. With the with the pressures on top. Her rod is batting. Oh like, struggling. man! But nah, the meme that said Usher went from chili to pork beans. <laughs> oh shoot! No, I didn't see that. Usher went from chili to pork beans. Oh, Usher. Now that's man. funny. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't oh, see that one. Usher Raymond, man, you are a millionaire, mm. part owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. Atlanta's savior mm. in R&B world, and you out here mm-hmm. smashing precious. Mm. Oh, Usher Raymond, man, right. what is you doing, baby? No, no, baby. <laughs> Usher said, like he said in confessions, that's what it's made for. <laughs> man, you don't care. Oh, no man. cushion for the push. <laughs> oh. I guess when he was when he was a town stopping in that yeah video, he, he was thinking about jumping in that bit. Huh? Big girls need love too. That's a new single right. from Usher coming soon. Man, but yeah, man, Usher, man, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I can't even call you find you guilty, man. I'm just gonna say disappointed, man. Disappointed. We're, gonna, okay. we're gonna dismiss this case for right now until we get some further <laughs> we'll evidence. Take a recess, yeah. But man, goddamn, right. Usher, you are you know. You gotta get right some here, community man. services, <laughs> you know. All right, all right. Well, damn, I mean, bro. he already did a lot of community service with Justin Bieber, so he got a pass in my book. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, <laughs> with Bieber, you're right. Bieber, the realest nigga alive. Anger mm-hmm. management, then, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, do <did> something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. So, um, y'all want to get on something serious before we go, or should we get to the man's minute? And, and, and we got time. Here we got time. Sir? Oh, today I got time. Oh, I got time today, cause today we got time, cause yeah. 
Last time you, I forgot what buddy said. <laughs> Last time you walked up on me, I told you I ain't had time. Oh, but today I got time. That shit was funny. I know y'all don't know what we talking about. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But it was funny anyway. So let's get on some serious. We said we were going to bring something important, relevant to you guys every episode outside of just the basic what's hot, what's new, music, whatever. So we're going to talk briefly about something important to us that we've all been talking about and working towards. And that's income and why we should have several streams of it. Now, we all have heard it, you know, um, you're not going to be wealthy by punching into no clock. You'll never be rich working a nine to five. And ain't nothing truer than that. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about why that's so important that as an adult, shoot, as a anyone trying to survive in this world, you need several um, streams of income. Some people will say seven is a good number. That's a lot of streams of income. I mean, most of the time I have at least two, which is just two jobs. And that don't even do the trick sometimes. So I understand why you need more. But we're going to touch on that a little bit. And with that, I'm going to let Dre jump in there because he just picked up his, uh, I don't know if his second or if his third stream of income that he's been uh, testing out. I did too, but he's a little more into it than me. And I want Dre to talk about it a little bit. Okay, so I do have a job. Praise the Lord. I work, uh, yeah, I'm a, um, I'm a therapist by day, mental health counselor. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, I guess from the guys that I hang out with and just my mentality, Almost. I've always wanted more money. I like to count my money, and I hate to see my money go down. That part. So uh, I went on into, you know, actually I was just kind of considering the different different things I could do because in the summertime my job is pretty slow mm-hmm. and man Uber Uber has been good to me I'll put it to okay. you like that I didn't have to go anywhere mm-hmm. all I had to do was just pretty much scan all the papers that I need and just hop on a job I've been doing it and I'm the type of hustler I don't complain mm-hmm. if this is what I need to be doing to make that much money then this is what I need to do That's if true. there's a way that I can make if if there's a way that I can do what everybody else ain't doing, I ain't scared to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get up at two o'clock in the morning sometimes. Get on because it's slow in Tallahassee. You know, in Tallahassee, we rely on these college students to be that's more you know, up right. and at it, getting drunk and you know stuff like that. Okay. So long story short, I get up early in the morning. I do my Uber maybe even till about nine o'clock in the morning, and then I get to my other job. Mm-hmm. But when there's nothing to do, I'm out at Uber. I got title now. Shout out to title. Okay. I can listen to whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I used to drive trucks. So riding around through the city, listening to music is no big deal at all in a car. So, you know, that's my second stream of income. And I'm about to start selling my hats, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we so tell you go, I'm a connoisseur of hats. <laughs> you talked about that. Before, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm about to start fishing for hats like I've been doing anyway. Mm-hmm. And just selling them because people are always asking me about them. But yeah, that's my story. Okay, okay. So so far, I mean, we don't need to get into details about the how much, but has it been doing well as far as um, making it worth your while? I guess you can say bringing in a couple extra bucks, get some bills paid. You know, feeling man, like, what yeah. I made ninety dollars in one day, one time. Okay. You already know that's that's anybody could use an extra ninety dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think Watts, Watts broke it down best for me because I think Watts was the first out of us three to, to start driving Uber. Um, I don't know if he still does, but I know he did it for a little while. 
I remember you said, mm-hmm. was that you or that might have been a damn commercial? I don't know. Said something <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you need a bill paid real quick, just jump on Uber and, you know, ride for a few hours and, you know what I'm saying, boom, you got a bill paid. Yeah, I made $50 in two hours one time. Yeah? Damn, see? Yeah. See, I yeah. mean, I, I get it. I mean, honestly, I'll tell you guys, I started um, driving Uber a couple weeks ago. Actually, last week. My first day was about to be my last day because... <laughs> What goes wrong in Uber went wrong in mine, which is pretty much. Can't drive. Nah, I mean I'm driving perfectly. I just <laughs> I got stuck in the um, Buckhead area picking up a crew of uh, uh, white people, two dudes and three girls piling up in my car, uh-huh. not truck, my car. So it was six of us in that car, mm-hmm. and all I hear is a loud explosion in the back. The dude then burst a whole beer in the back seat of my car, just boom, burst it. Oh. So I'm like, come on, man. I mean, I I'm glad it was that and not nothing else. Like. Him trying to smoke weed and burn my car, or even throw up in my car. So, but it was pissed like because it was like, hey, hey, it's not fun to know. <laughs> it was like a, a 10, 15 minute ride. So I only made $5, but I got a damn burst beer in my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what made me so upset that it was such a quick ride. You know, it was eventful, but what time of the <laughs> it wasn't was worth driving? it. Oh, this was like one in the morning. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing about driving with Uber. And I keep mm-hmm. hearing all these horror stories that say, like, after midnight, like yeah. you said, Dre, I, you can start at be 2 careful. o'clock. Yeah, you got to be careful got because you, yeah. people don't know how to respect your own vehicle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Your vehicle. I mean, everybody know that, you know, your vehicle is your baby. People treat their cars like it's their baby, True right? True story, yeah. So, I mean, when people can drive an Uber, especially when they inebriated, they just be trying to get in, like, and don't tell them what's going in. So, mm-hmm. you got to be careful, like, for those people who are interested in driving for Uber. Yeah. You got to be careful about the hours in this particular city that you are in and people mm-hmm. that you're dealing with. Um, we live in Atlanta where it ain't no telling what the fuck you're going to pick yeah. up. You might pick up some crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's crazy because that, that Be Out Day weekend, um, that Friday, everybody was at Lucky, right? Yeah, Lucky. Sweet. Sweet, sorry. Well, Lucky Street, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, at Sweet Lounge. Well, the old Lucky Lounge. Used to be Lucky Lounge. And it's crazy because everyone's there and I came, I got dressed because I was like, you know what, let me just go drive Uber for a little bit and then I'll just pop up in Sweet. I dropped like three, four people off that suite. And I was like, you know what? Should I come in now? Should I come in now? And I just said, let me just keep driving. I don't think I made anything, maybe about 50 bucks that night, which is not bad. You ain't running nobody familiar? I didn't. Actually, uh-huh. I, well, I ran into the, the promoter slash host for that night. I forget Buddy's name, but whoever was the MC that night, I brought him to Lucky at like, well, sweet, like at 10 p.m. right before it got really popping. He's like, yeah, he's the host slash whatever he called himself. Um... But yeah, um, I never made it in, so I just kept dropping people off over there. But I was like, well, damn, I might as well just keep driving because I really don't want to be inside. And then you know when you're making money? That shit was hot. It kind of kicks in to say, you I know what? You'd much money. rather make money than be in there spending. Because I know once I go in, I'm going to have to pay 20 30 at least to get in, minimum. Then turn around and I'm going to want at least one drink. Now I'm another 15 bucks in. So I had to just do the math and say, okay, I could drive around for the same time and make what I'm going to spend. Or just go into my pocket and spend and go in there. But I chose just to drive and go home because I actually had to work that next morning. And also I planned on being at B out day. And I didn't want to overdo it. So that's what it was. Yeah, I feel you. So overall, Uber, you got our free promotion. Feel free to sponsor us. We could talk a lot better Word. about you. You know, but, you know, for the sake of I it being free. I though. <laughs> what's up? I, I, I would I would say, though, like, know your area and really think about how you're going to play it out because, like, school hasn't started yet, so it's not mm-hmm. a lot of drunk people in town doing doing that thing. And I'm still debating if I'm going to do that just because it's 2 o'clock, and, 2 o'clock in the morning. I know all the drunk people 
is are going to start paying me don't mean that that's the time that I have to start making a bunch of money. You're right. Because I'm, you know, it's slow now, mm-hmm. and I'm making money while it's slow. So yeah. uh, to be honest with you, if I'm thinking about the condition of the car, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, shit, I hate to have to remember where somebody stay and pull up on their ass later. <laughs> Man, yeah, you fucked up my car. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I mean, you're right. Those are all things I'm sure you got to think about, man. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, today was cool. I had, um, how many rides did I have? I only had three rides today, and I think I made a little over 40, which isn't bad. You know, um, what yeah, I, I did. I hate on that. You can hate, you said? Well, that's yeah, because Atlanta, 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 yeah, I was about to say Atlanta has all the rides. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. But, I mean, really, it was just like, like, like you said, once you hear all these stories and you do your own research, you start understanding what to do, how to do it. So what I did was as yeah. soon as I left work, like as soon as I clocked out and walked out, I turned the app on. Boom. By the time I left, you know, the subdivision of my of my job, boom, I had a hit. And it was someone needing to go to the airport, which is 35 minutes away. Sold. You know, mm-hmm. and she was going um, international. I should have <laughs> ran around that thing like three times, ran up that bill. But I was <laughs> niggas like you. I know, right? Somebody did me like that. So that's why I'm like, shit, I can do it too. You know what I'm saying? And she was from she was from Canada, actually, speaking of Canada earlier. And I, I dropped her to the international joint. Um, then from there, as soon as I did that, boom, of course I'm at the airport. So you know what that means. Someone's already waiting to get picked mm-hmm. up. I picked them up and I took them to um, Georgia State area. Boom, I'm in Georgia State area, which is pretty much downtown Atlanta. You know somebody need a ride from there. I took them around the corner somewhere off of Lindbergh. And I was like, you know what? I didn't eat lunch or dinner. Let me just get my tail still. You know what I'm saying? So I had to turn it off because I knew if I had left it on, I would have kept getting hits. And I could have made, you know, maybe close to 100, but then I would have been running into the podcast time and then I would have had no food. So I had to be smart about it. Yeah. No pushes again like you did last week. Nigga. All of that shit. All of that. But yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm going to test it out some more, but I'm going to try to, of course, make it, you know, to my advantage to where I don't feel drained. Because anything that's going to drain me, job wise, I'm, I'm, that was my thing. If I'm not making money for myself, I didn't want to have a second. You know, stream of income. It had to be something for me. Like back in the day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So Uber is kind of the closest thing to that. Yes, you are paying someone else by doing, you know, your job. But at least that money's coming to you. And you do have the control of saying, hey, I want to do it now or not. You don't have to get up you and do it. You can cash out, too. Yeah, I heard. I haven't done that yet. because I love. Yeah, but I mean, I heard you can do that as well. So and I, I, what I do with Uber, I try not to count that. You know, let that just fall somewhere and not look at it as, okay, shit, I got this coming. You know, when times get hard, you might have to, but in the meantime, I'm trying not to, you know, chase the Uber dollar. Let that just be something extra that hits the tank. But but to the point, yeah, multiple streams of income is something that we all should have. That's my second now. I, I did used to dibble and dabble in the personal training thing, but I kind of fell off of that well, just because I got I lost patience. That's because he was too busy doing a thought. I lost patience. Sorry, it happens. I might get back on it. Actually, I should get back on it, but that's about that. You want to add anything to that, Watts? I mean, y'all know me. I'm always finding something to do. Yeah. <laughs> I got like... Well, uh, I stay with money. No, I don't stay with money. I'm just always trying to find... I'm always finding something to do. That's all. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. whether it's doing some contract work for somebody mm-hmm. or whether it's, you know, designing a website or... Eating a booty. No, my name's not Anwan Williams. <laughs> uh, just, you know, doing something. I'm Cleaning always trying to colon. do something. Trying to do something. Trying to get some extra coins whenever you. I can. Um, like I said, I read somewhere where, you know, 
takes like you. I think you said it earlier where it takes seven different forms of mm-hmm. income to be wealthy. Facts. Not to be rich. My goal ain't to be rich. My my goal is to be wealthy. So yep. I'm trying to find you know means of income that make money while I sleep. That's the goal mm-hmm. in life. You know. Now you're right. You're right. It's nothing better than waking up saying okay. Just checking your account and something hit, and you didn't have to punch in for it. Right. You didn't have to do anything extra. It just kind of hit, you know. So I agree totally, and I'm, I'm I'm working on those things as well. I just picked up um, tutoring. Um, I probably have my first student, uh, if not next week, then a week after. You can't tutor shit. Yeah, I'm smart. I'm smarter than a bitch. Swung, swung on plus two too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know what you're you talking about. I actually <laughs> wanted to tutor, uh, you know, younger, you no, know, no kills. I wanted to tutor, you know, mm-hmm. younger, just because of the challenge. But I, I, I picked up tutoring because I wanted to challenge myself. So as of right now, I'm going to yeah. be um, tutoring people, um, high school people, to uh, to get ready for ACT and SATs, stuff like that. So right now, my okay. first subject is math and science. We're going to test that out. And if I do well, they'll, you know, give me some more people like to tutor. made my grade low, get you know? lower. What but, the fuck? But that's another, that's another thing that's, that's going to be an a add-on. Like, I'll, I'll get paid once a month. You know, it'll be direct deposit. I don't have to look at that and say, well, how much did I make now? How much did I make now? You know, if I get like, you know, maybe two kids or at least just two hours a week, I mean, shit, it's a couple hundred a month. Why not, right? Yeah. You know, just to right. sit back, you know, teach them. Their parents will be there, you know, so it'll be, you know, legit. So I'm excited about it. Just I will say, I will say this, though. I, I think it's always a good idea for a man to be considering, okay, what ways can I set myself up now for some financial stream in the future? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I was in Rochester, I had two jobs and I was selling cigarettes. But when I left there and I moved to Atlanta, <clears throat> I went on ahead and said, let me go and get my CDL. So that is, that's a good, that's a good credential to have in many ways. <clears throat> I could move to Hawaii right now to find a job in like two weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm ever in a predicament where I'm hurting for money, it'll either be my choice or because, you know, I'm being lazy or something like that. Or there's something up with that, with that, um, I don't know, the trucking company or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because you can go anywhere and drive trucks. And right now, I think I'm about to start getting back into research because like how, what you do web design and stuff like that, right? That's what you were saying earlier? Yeah. Yeah, so you can always, like, find some work. So I think it's always a good idea to find some new skills to, just to build on your profile. Or you can be like, all right, if I'm hurting this way, I can make money that way, you know? Yep, yep, perfectly right. Exactly. So that's something that's pretty big. I mean, pause, super pause, super pause, 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 pause. But, yeah, I'm glad that we are on the same page because um, I was talking to Watts earlier about it. But we've all had at least two lines of income like since we've known each other like i mean y'all know me still say emoji no anyway y'all know me (laughs) nobody okay i've had i've had two jobs pretty much i mean drake can attest to this somewhere off and on since like high school like even in uh, 10th grade i worked at a bakery and at chick-fil-a so i was getting like 35 almost 40 hours a week as a high school student it was stupid, you know. I didn't have to, of course, but I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I was about the the richest damn tenth and eleventh grader <laughs> you could have because I didn't have no bills. I had a pager, and then when the cell phone dropped, I got a cell phone. The I, only nigga in eleventh grade with two <laughs> cell phones for no fucking reason. Two phones, reason. bowling, <laughs> and I didn't, I, you know, playing snake. 
And I wasn't even big on clothes, so I didn't have like all the hottest gear. I would still make sure I bought maybe three pairs of shoes for the year because my mom would only buy us one. So I was like, no, nah, I got to buy myself at least two more, you know. And other than that, I just loved the fact that I had money in my pocket. And I've kept that mentality even up into college. I don't know what year. What year did I start working? My second year? I started with Circuit City. Then I went, you know, did my little traffic, yeah. all that stuff. But even in Atlanta, as soon as I got here, had American Eagle and um, H&M. Then let go of um, American Eagle, picked up H&M. Then I picked up uh, the little PSI job. It was a little um, insurance spot thing. Anyway, long story short, I tried to keep at least two jobs at all times. And if nothing else, of course, it's going to always keep two streams of income, but also it's going to keep different doors open for you. A prime example of that was I was working um, as a paralegal at a law firm, and I was working part-time at H&M. So I was, you know, losing the interest as, you know, the paralegal, and I was seeing a decline in the industry, and I was like, you know what, let me see what H&M is doing. And honestly, they actually offered me a promotion from my part-time job to take on a full-time position that was going to benefit me more. And I was like, wow, see, what if I would have just had one job? I would have had to go out there and completely search for a new job, do all kinds of homework again. But having that relationship and that position with H&M allowed me to say, you know what, I could just be full-time here and not have to do anything but just sign the dotted line. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I'm at now. Like anything I do on the side, I want it might be something that takes on full-time later. If I do say I want to leave H&M or if I do want to change industries, something like that. That second, third, fourth, fifth job could be those jobs that say, you know what, let me put more energy into this and take energy away from that. So just having those options is always pretty cool. So another gain to having multiple streams of income. Yeah. Without selling drugs. Without, yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that was Watts. <laughs> Anyways, man, we got to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Okay. So you want to go ahead and hit them with that good old man's minute? We can do that. Man's minute. Dun, dun, dun. Dum, dum, dum. Since we're on the subject of income, my man's minute for today was please, 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 people, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, anybody, stop trying to promote your second line of income, but then come to me looking like you have no income. If this, op- <laughs> if this opportunity that you're promoting is so good, then why haven't you blown up yet? <laughs> Sounds real pyramidish to me, if you ask me. What I'm getting at is how you see people that say, hey, <laughs> you want to make some extra money doing nothing? Hey, you want to do this, you want to do that, but they don't have a car. But they, you know, you could, you just know their lifestyle. Like I had one guy back in Tallahassee when um I used to work at the mall. He would always come in there and harass me about trying to um make more money for myself. But every time when I'm leaving, I'm seeing him at the bus stop. And I know, and I'm not taking nothing away from, you know, public transportation because I've, I've done it for many years. But if you're making all this money that you're telling me I can make, why are you in a position that you have to take buses, trains? And I just can tell by what you're wearing, how you're wearing it, how you're carrying yourself, that you're not eating as good as you're promoting. Like, period. I hear selling these cut you know, It's by as equivalent to seeing, you know, the fat guy as your as your spin cycle instructor. Like, come on, bro, really? You gonna teach me how to get in shape, but look at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That. So my that was my man's minute. If you're gonna come trying to promote something to me, at least look the part, please. All right. You well, I kinda saying? got something to kinda piggyback on that, but not really. 
for what, all you uh, physical up? fitness instructors and all this other stuff. Stop putting trap on your shit, god damn it. All these trap. damn trap cl- classes, trap yoga, what do you trap mean? kickboxing, oh, trap. Oh, oh my god. It, I never seen no, that. I keep hearing all these damn, everything is trap nowadays. Two changes. <laughs> everything right. is trap nowadays. Be a leader, not a follow, damn it. Damn, I never seen that. I'm going to have to go look at that and see what anyways, I can find. <laughs> trap karaoke, I could deal with that. Trap karaoke, that's fine. Now trap karaoke, shout out my niggas, Ronnie. Like shout out to my niggas, all them niggas in, in Dallas, Orlando, number, Dallas. Yeah. I heard that was a trap good karaoke. <laughs> but yeah, I could hang with trap karaoke, which is nothing but hip hop karaoke. But I'm gotcha. just let y'all cook. <laughs> there it is. There it is. With well, Lear, ladies and gentlemen, you have just listened to the Man's Minute, brought to you by yours truly and War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this has been another episode of the Locker Room Banter. Yes, with ladies yeah. are always welcome. Yeah, man. So you already know what it is. It's time for us to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and run down these social media outlets real quick. Before we go ahead and give our individual social media outlets, make sure you follow the Locker Room Banter on both Instagram and Twitter at L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R-407. That's L-R-Banter407 on both Instagram and Twitter and the Locker Room Banter Podcast Show on Facebook, too. Yes, what it is. Yes, yes, yes. You can follow me on Instagram. Nothing has changed. It's andwarw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357. Also, the second page is Squared Fitness, just how it sounds. S-Q-U-A-R-E-D-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Facebook page is just Anwar Williams. Drizzy. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, aka Drizzy, Dre, aka the Uber Hustler for right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you can holler at your boy on Instagram at Drizzy underscore Mojo underscore McFly. That's D R Z E underscore M O J O underscore M C F L Y. I got to get my pictures back popping too, man. You know, I done took a break. <laughs> and got all nonchalant with my IG. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get it back up, y'all. Don't worry. And I'm still um, trying to figure out if I should change my name or not. But whatever. Do that. that. I'll give you some tips after we get off the show that I just thought of in reference Word. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Watts, Watts, go ahead and close us out with your info. Yeah, man. This is your boy Watts. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts, W-A-T-T-S. Ooh, W-A-T-T-S, number four on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, And if you find me on Facebook, you find me. But I ain't. I ain't out there for giving that information, man. But, man, <laughs> shout out to my dog, DJ El Camacho. Today we do not have a mix for y'all, but uh, y'all can hit the boy up, DJ El Camacho, at D-J-E-L-C-U-M-A-C-H-O on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, but, yeah, man, this is the Locker Room Banter. Make sure y'all hit us up on Facebook. Make sure y'all share it with a friend, you know, like, make a comment, you know, pass it on, man. We want to go ahead and get this out to everybody. Make sure y'all send us over to Uber because we need that sponsorship. We need it. Uber. Uber everywhere. Hello. Cut the check. <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? But, yeah, man, we know we want y'all to go ahead and support y'all hustle, support y'all dreams, go ahead and chase that money because, you know, we all want to have our pockets fat and go ahead and live life to the fullest, man. But, yeah, man, this is the Locker Room Banter Podcast crew, man. Yep, and we will talk to y'all later. We out. Later. Holla.